it all. Bonus, hair long, tatted on her back. I get up first class flights to where my show is. Smoke weed, don't smoke weed, catch contact. Get drunk, let me hit once, bitch, come back. Bowling, can't even control it. Don't have to text, don't even call it. My name is on it. I fuck her good and make that Uber call six in the morning. I told her I don't need no pills. These days I'm rolling. Well, as you guys probably figured out, you got a guest host this week on the Rebuttal Podcast. Hi, my name is Mitchell Whistler. I have the pleasure of sitting in for the Brad Longenecker podcaster extraordinaire. Uh, He needed a week off, and he gave me the opportunity to hop on the mic and deliver some thoughts and uh, aspirations. Tons of stuff. Tons of information. What we're going to go over this week, we're going to do some power rankings, standings. We're going to look at the upcoming week. Something I always personally like to do is also look back at the draft. We're going to maybe go over the draft a little bit, do a deep dive there, reflect on good picks, terrible picks. So everybody grab a drink. I have a vodka and water. This is being recorded on Wednesday, October 23rd. Tonight is the Sixers game at 730 against Boston. So I'm very excited for that. And as a side note, there is a party this weekend, October 26th, Saturday, at Club 101, Halloween party. DM me, whatever you got to. Let me know if you want to invite people. We're looking to blow it out. Uh, I hope everybody enjoys the podcast. Here we go. Okay, time to look at the power rankings. The email just came out. One thing I'm looking forward to this year is it's pretty safe to say I know that I will not be winning the league. I mean, never say never, but odds on paper are I will not be winning the league. So I would love to see a new name on that trophy. Um, right now, it is looking possible for that. Natural Ice moved up five spots, has taken over the number one ranking. His team right now is looking like a buzzsaw. He completed that trade with myself, Moosehead. He got Stefan Diggs and Devontae Freeman. And I received the Oakland running back, the rookie. And it's looking pretty good for him. Diggs did nothing the past four or five weeks. But now in the past two weeks, he looked pretty good. So number one, natural ice, Mike Emmerich. His team is looking formidable. I like to see also Sportsline recognizing Budweiser. I know Brad brought this up on previous pods. Uh, Chad, a.k.a. Budweiser, has had the worst luck the past couple of years. Scores a boatload of points, but has a boatload of points scored against him. He comes up number two. And uh, think of this. He also had Marvin Jones on his bench. I mean, nobody's going to blame him for not starting over Marvin Jones. But Marvin Jones had 48 points last week. Corona's third. He's moved down from the first slot. Sing Tao, the podcast host extraordinaire, has moved down quite a bit to the fourth spot. He is on a three-game losing streak. He's having injuries. He's, he's learning how to deal with stuff. Then we have a couple people bunched up between Red Stripe, Landstark, Molson, Blue Moon. It's going to be a battle for the 
fifth, sixth spot in these playoffs. I'm concerned myself, Moosehead and Keystone, I don't even know if we have a chance to make the playoffs. I know mathematically we are not eliminated yet, but sometimes you just look at roster, you just look at trends, you look at rosters, and it's just going to be tough. So we got two people at five and two. We got two people at four and three. One, two, four, five people at three and four. And then one lonely loser, Moosehead, at two and five. So there's a lot of stuff bunched up. A lot of things can happen. And uh, the games should be very, very entertaining coming up into this all-important playoff push. Now we're looking at next week's games. And I guess we'll start with Red Stripe Moosehead here. This has been a rivalry of sorts. Um, I'm looking at this preview. First thing that jumps out to me, schedule difficulty. Schedule difficulty. Red Stripe, 10th. Moosehead, 4th. Red Stripe, if Chad Budweiser has had the most difficult time, you've had the most fortunate. I'm not going to harp on that because I don't want you to think I'm picking on you. But as we've looked back at the past this year, uh, statistically, You've had some, like, very fortunate wins. Right now, you're favored by four points against me. I mean, you got Tom Brady going against Cleveland, Hopkins against Oakland, Julio Jones, Jared Cook. I hope I can pull it off, but I don't know. Hopefully, Carlos Edmonds is the one that plays this week. It's very difficult deciding. So that's really a, probably the worst game of the week because nobody cares about a last-place team, Moosehead. Budweiser Blue Moon. Friends from high school. We got a 3-4 and four Chad. First in schedule difficulty, going against the reigning two-time champ, Blue Moon, who I think it is safe to say has been somewhat of a disappointment this season. I mean, coming in such self-promotion, such peacocking, walking around, talking about himself. This game, I got to give the edge to Blue Moon, though. He's He's got some people that look like they're ready to break out, especially when he's he leans on Pittsburgh a lot, and he's got Connor and Juju, Juju Smith-Schuster going against Miami. Oh, Marvin Jones is now in Chad's lineup. He snuck him in there. Lamar Jackson's on a bye, though, for Blue Moon. That could benefit Chad, so that'll be a good matchup. Budweiser Blue Moon. Land Shark Natural Ice. The number one seed. Natural Ice. Heavy favorite. Heavy. I'm wondering if he's going to stick with Daniel Jones. Probably not. I assume he's going to put Stafford in there to start. He's got Zeke on a bye. Going to have to bench Zeke this week. We're going to it's going to be a close game, I think, but overall, I think Natural Ice is going to go to 6-2. and two. All right, let's see. What's the next game we got here? We got Molson Sing, best friends. Ooh, look at this. I think this could be the game of the week right here. 3-4, and 4-3. Four, four and three. Molson's had very fortunate schedule, second in schedule difficulty. But look at this. This is a stat I like to see. 
and why I feel this game is going to be very close. Coaches ratings. This means basically that you put the most efficient lineup in. You make all the right choices when it comes to lineups. Is coaching coaches rating. Sing Tao first. Molson second. So we got two bona fide stud coaches going at each other here. It could be the game of the week right there. Keystone like Corona. This game might be a little light on drama. Looks like Corona heavy favored with Jared Goff. He's got McCaffrey back, Philip Lindsay. I'd really like to see Keystone Light knock him off. Um, I don't know. Patrick Mahomes out for a couple more weeks. This, this is for Keystone Light. I mean, he needs to come back. He needs to take things in control. I'm not sure if he'll get us a lucky win this week or not, but we'll check it out. All right, so that's the games coming up. Real quick, I want to touch on uh, something I think all of us in the league should consider. Uh, it just so happens the week I decide that I'm going to be the guest host, I got what I would call a, a bad beat. Went to bed Sunday night. All the players were done. I was playing Keystone Light, and I was up 89-88. 89-88. Lucky win. You know, I haven't had much luck this year because it seemed like whenever I would score a lower amount, the person I was playing would have a great game. So I was like, thank goodness, I finally got lucky. Well, somehow I get a text the next day from Brad Longenecker, and he's like, what happened? The score changed. Our defensive scoring in this league needs to be looked at for next year. Um the commissioners are going to have to sit down and have a meeting. We have to look at how we do our scoring. In the Saints game, there was a punt, and the punt was blocked by the Saints. Moosehead, myself, Mitch Whistler, has the Saints as my starting defense. They block the punt. They get a safety. For some reason, in our league, that does not count as two points because it is an air quotes special teams play. I think that we have settings that somehow make it that that does not count as two points. Uh, I would say 99% of leagues that does count as two points. So I assume Sportsline just defaults to assuming that's two points. And then when it like went back into our scoring, it took the two points away from it. So... Next year, one of the things we're going to vote on is possibly ratifying um, defensive points and how we accrue them. Uh, the commissioners, we're going to have a panel. We're going to sit down. We're going to really uh, put our heads together. We're going to workshop it, maybe draw some stuff on, on the whiteboards, maybe come up with a different formula uh, for how we do defensive scoring have our defensive scoring maybe more in line with the mainstream fantasy. Nothing will be pushed through without a vote. It'll be explained to everyone clearly and concisely. But uh, that's just a side note. I just hope uh, you guys don't mind that we look into that. And now we're going to transition into the deep dive of the draft. This is always 
one of my favorite things to do. I'm just going in right now. I'm just going to go right off, right off the top draft results, and I'm going to see where the first rogue pick was. Barkley, that's fine. McCaffrey, Cameron, Elliott, DeAndre Hopkins at five. Connor at six. Probably not the best pick there for Justin. Probably would redo that one. Odell Beckham at seven. Well, if you want to know one of the reasons I'm in last place, it starts right with that pick. Odell Beckham. I saw a stat that Michael Thomas has scored 16 points or more in the last four games. Odell Beckham has not once scored 16 points in a game this year. So (laughs) that was a terrible pick. Then we went Mahomes. You know, you thought it was a little high, but he actually flipped it for Zeke Elliott. So maybe it wasn't that bad of a pick. Bell, Devontae Adams, Michael Thomas. Here's the first, the best one, a very good pick. Budweiser at 12 took Dalvin Cook. Myself personally, when I was gaming out this uh, draft, I would have bet $100 I was going to get Cook at 14. I'm sitting there. I was looking at him. I thought I had him. Chad went up and got him. I always believe if you like a player, if you believe in a player, go up and get him. Excellent pick. 13th, Chubb. Yeah. Everybody said Chubb was going to be good this year. He, he was uh, ranked this high, but Emmerich did go and take him this high, and it was an excellent pick. David Johnson at 14 by Moosehead. I think that pick was fine. I think he's like, well, probably not after being injured, but he, he was the top five running back, so I'm okay with that. Juju Smith-Schuster at 15. Mm, that's probably a bad pick. Julio Jones, Kelsey. Gurley at 18, I think it's really actually been okay for Brad. Everybody questioned him. He looked a little hurt. Tyron Hill at 19 is fine. He's been hurt. Tyron Johnson, Mike Evans at 21, pretty good pick. Mixon at 22 for Corona, horrible. Amari Cooper at 23, excellent pick there by Brad Longenecker. All of us should be kicking ourselves. If you just would have taken Amari Cooper's Mari Cooper's sample size last year when he played for Dallas, he, like, was excellent. How he fell to 23, I don't know. Kyron Johnson going ahead of him. I would say that's the second-best pick so far. Keystone Brown, Keystone Light, Antonio Brown. Hindsight being 2020, everybody said he should have known that. Probably not. Keenan Allen at 25, red stripe. We might knock your schedule difficulty, but that was an excellent pick. Keenan Allen at 25. Here, give me a second. I got to take a drink of my vodka. Okay, then we're down here to the 30th. Carson Williams stealing. Jacobs naturalized. That was a pretty good pick. Stefan Diggs at 34. Terrible pick by me, Fournette. Henry, Derrick Henry, 36 for Red Stripe. Excellent pick. Really, uh, people were doubting him. He he turned out very well. Let me see here. Godwin, 42 for Corona. What a great pick. I mean, one of the top wide receivers going in round five. I always say, you're, these teams are made in the later rounds, or excuse me, the mid rounds. I mean, you're, you're getting Godwin at 42. 
How about Ingram? Excellent running back at 44. Marlon Mack, another very good pick at 45 for Red Stripe. Galladay at 46 for Blue Moon. He's probably disappointed in that. Lockett, for me, 47. I like that pick. Cooper Cup at 50. He's trending down a little bit. Probably not the best pick. A.J. Green at 51. Horrible pick. Let's see here. Coleman at 56 for Red Stripe. Eh. Here's a good job. Everybody was searching for a tight end. Everybody wanted a tight end. Ingram. Evan Ingram at 58 for Towsing. He really carried his team early on. Um, he Getting injured, that's one of the reasons he's been struggling. I still consider that a good pick. Henry at 59. Eh. Also on Jeffrey at 60. Here's another. This is Atlanta Shark. Um, he taking Hooper at 61, the tight end from Atlanta. Very impressed with that pick. Corona. Philip Lindsay at 62. Very good pick. T.Y. Hilton at 63 for Sing Tao. It's a great pick. I mean, everybody thought T.Y. would stink with this, not stink, but would not be as good with this offense. Uh, I think he's playing for an excellent coach, Frank Wright, possibly coach of the year. Gets my vote. Let me see. Anything other? Oh, here. Oh, O.J. Howard at 67 by Moosehead. I mean, I, I thought I got a steal. What a terrible, terrible pick. Allen Robinson at 73. Not a bad pick for natural ice. Uh, Latavius Murray by Moosehead. And then I cut him. And, oh, look at all these. All right, I don't want to go too far down here. I'm seeing anything else that jumps out at me as a great pick. Mm, nah. If anybody wants to submit, like, best late pick, you can send it in to me. But nothing... At this point, it's just, I would say the number one waiver wire pickup with the Patriots D. Sing Tao picking up the Patriots D off the waiver wire. That was really good. He's carrying his team. Well, I tried to fill in here. I know I'm not the uh, rebuttal. I'm not the podcast extraordinaire sniff dog, but that's just a fill-in episode. I hope everybody enjoys it. Reminder, party this weekend, the 26th at Club 101. Uh, Go Sixers. I wish everybody the best of luck the rest of the season. If I'm unable to win the championship, my goal is I hope somebody new is on that trophy. God bless.